0: Hi, I'm Tom Coffin, CEO and President and Co-Founder of Simply Reliable Incorporated. Welcome to the Smartpreneur Podcast. What's a Smartpreneur, you might ask? Well, a Smartpreneur, in our opinion, is someone that focuses on working on their business, not just in their business. And our Smartpreneur Podcasts are designed to bring you some relevant information each week about your business and different parts of that business. It could be marketing, it could be workflow, it could be labor, uh, it could be business operations. Many things that we'll talk about each week on the podcast. You can also check out our Smartpreneur blog at simplyreliable.com. And of course, our Smartpreneur podcast is brought to you by Simply Reliable, makers of Smart Office and Design Machine, the complete end-to-end solution Business process for systems integrators. So, thanks for joining us today, and I hope you enjoy the show. This week on the Smartpreneur podcast, our guest is Jason Sayin. Jason is the founder of I Am Sayin. Please welcome Jason Sayin. Well, welcome, smartpreneurs. This week, we have Jason Sain with us, and we're gonna talk about some really interesting stuff today. Um, I'm sure many of you, actually, before I get started, let me say hello to Jason, right? Hey, Jason, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing good, Tom, thank you, how are you?
0: I'm doing well. It's like I'm leaving him in the waiting room when I'm out of here talking to you guys, You know, getting the uh, getting the audience warmed up, and, and poor Jason's just sitting there going, I'd like to have a soda or something, please. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk about really the pursuit of progress and not necessarily, you know, perfection. Uh, Jason's got a new uh, blog out on our Smartpreneur blog series, and this is the companion podcast to it where we'll dig a little bit deeper. I'm sure many of you have worked for a lot of different companies, and and some are very, very good at, uh, at driving forward and getting everybody moving in you know, the same direction, stuff like that. And others, you know, sometimes are a little bit challenged. And, uh, Jason, I know one of the things I hear all the time when I when I talk to people about process and about growth and and those things is, man, we're so busy, I just can't get to it. And, you know, so what's the alternative? We're so slow, we got plenty of time to get to it, but we've got no business to keep us open. So, <laughs> you know, there's never going to be a perfect time. To get into this, so I know you're a big proponent of, of this. You, you've got to schedule that time and you've got to move forward with a purpose. and uh, and probably the, the one of the best things uh, I think from this current blog that I read uh, is, is really talking about moving the progress forward. It's not It's not that you're trying to make everybody perfect. So with that, uh, folks, I'm gonna let Jason jump in here and, and tell us what his thoughts are about uh, the pursuit of progress.
1: Thanks, Tom. Yeah. Like, like anything we talk about on these podcasts, um, you know, all of these are different ways that you and your team can, uh, do better at something right in a given area. And you always have to make time for it. Time is never going to be there unless like you said, it's so slow that you have time. And then that's another problem. So you have <laughs> to choose to do the work. Um, uh, but the, the payoff is huge. And so when I was studying my lean six Sigma, uh, uh certification, I learned about something called Kaizen, which is a Japanese term that means change for better. And really the, the, it's a mindset and a culture that a company maintains. And the pursuit is for progress, not perfection. So whenever I talk to people about efficiency uh, and making things better within their company, everybody thinks it's gotta be perfect. We have to do things the right way all the time. You know, our techs need to nail everything on the checklist for pre-wire on every project. It's either pass or fail. And that's really not the right mindset. Uh, if you're making progress those little wins over time add up to a big difference within the company
0: makes a lot of sense so what's 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 really the first step is the first step setting the goals you know trying to figure out where you're going to go to
1: or or what so the first step would would really be to to set the the time for that and so you know committing to once a quarter you and the team are going to meet, depending on the size of your company, it might just be you and some managers. Um, you might want to block off some time for the entire team. And so setting that time aside is the first step. Uh, from there, it's setting what those goals are, right? Is it analyzing processes within the business? Is it evaluating your products? And you can have different goals for each session. And in the blog, I expand upon this further, but there's a whole strategy on what to do in terms of you know, once you've set the date, you've set the agenda, there's a whole pre-planning session. Um, and then there's, of course, what happens during the sessions, how many days it's going to be. And then, of course, the post-session activities or the follow-up. And it's always important to have someone that's in charge of this. And it, it may not necessarily be the owner. could mm-hmm. it be, uh, you know, a vice president, a general manager, an operations type person. And that's actually good because it gives them some leadership skills because too many times, you know, with change management, it's always, you know, it's coming from the top rolling downhill. And so sometimes it's good for to let an owner give this uh, responsibility to someone else within the company.
0: Sure, that makes total sense. I, I want to step back uh, uh, a couple of steps. When you're talking about um, who should be involved in, in this type of meeting, if you think about the integration business, most uh, most businesses – in the are probably in the i don't know maybe six employees to maybe 12 employee type range uh yeah i was talking to somebody the other day and i I used the word small business they went well i don't want to think i'm a small business Well, small business is anything less than like 500 employees so we're we're most of us here on on this podcast uh or listening to podcasts are probably running a small business it's just a matter of how small right and in the in the integration business uh I don't even know how I don't even know how many companies have a hundred employees, but I'll guarantee it's pretty few. Uh, yet fifty, quite a few I think are in that twenty-type range. So, when you're a really small company, let's let's say let's say you've got two or three employees uh, versus a, a twenty-person company or a fifty-person company. How do you think they make the decision as to how often and who should
1: be involved? That's a great question. I mean, I think ultimately it comes down to the, the commitment to the owner on creating this, this culture and this mindset within the company. You know, if you're a smaller company and you can afford to shut down for two, I mean, you may not need to do three or four days. Some people do it over a week. And, you know, there's other organizations that run on like EOS. They do the same thing. They have these quarterly offsite meetings where they go over their goals and their set agendas. And it's, it's the same concept. Uh, mm-hmm. This is just a little bit different, but um, you know, if if you're really committed to it, I think shutting down and having the whole team there, or at least having a very skeleton crew to take care of like calls that come in um, would have a huge impact on your business. Cause it creates a safe place for your employees to talk about, you know, areas that can get improved within the company and allows them to give feedback too many times during the day to day. There's just not time for that. Yeah. You know, even in our weekly meetings, that's more talking about what's going on and what we have going on the next week, that nobody's ever setting time aside to say, hey, on that last project, you know, those TV mounts we're using suck and it took me twice as long to hang a TV. You know, we should change that, right? And here's why, it's gonna take less time. These other ones are cheaper. So, so this, you know, setting this time aside allows you to do the work on those types of things. And including the employees is helpful because if they're a part of it, that means they're committed to making these changes happen.
0: That makes perfect sense. So, in terms of setting the goals uh, for these meetings, uh, is do you think that's a, is it that a top down thing? Do you do you get everybody involved? Do you set the goals at the at the prior meeting uh, for the next meeting? You know, when when do you get that stuff moving?
1: So, I think you know when you're first starting out for the very first session, the the goals should come from you know leadership. So maybe the owner of the company and whoever's actually running the session they should just come up with some basic goals of things that they know need fixing within the company. And then you can expand upon that further once you're in the session. And of course, part of the strategy would be for the entire team to agree what the goals are for the next session. So that way they're contributing. But for that first one, you know, that's something that just comes from the leadership to show them this is how this is gonna work. And then we want everybody to contribute going forward.
0: It makes sense, makes sense.
1: what about the structure
0: of these meetings? Do you have any uh, recommendations on how the structure should work?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's an off-site meeting, so you want to have things like flip charts and whiteboards. Um, you definitely want to have an agenda, set a time frame, have lunch catered in. So it's, it's uh, you know, and then you have the with the agenda, everybody knows, like, this is you know, from this time to this time we're going to talk about things. And then in the afternoon, we're gonna talk about solutions. So there's usually a brainstorming session related to the topics. And then there's kind of a resolution session where you talk about ways to fix these things. And then, you know, usually on the last days when everybody builds out the strategy. And so that's all part of the agenda um, that the leader who is taking charge of this puts these things together. So everybody has kind of something to follow and knows how to contribute and how the day's gonna be structured.
0: Yeah you you're talking about that section that that reminds me of uh of being at different industry events uh you brought up para the professional audio video retailer association and they had a lot of a, a lot of events like that where you would meet up uh move off in separate tables and do some uh, some work and then come back and present the ideas to the group and it sounds like this concept is is very similar to that uh we did something like that with mandev you know many years ago uh, where they were teaching the feature advantage-benefit uh, concept yeah, uh, and trying to work in that. And that kind of goes back to our our podcast from, uh, from a few weeks ago where we talked about sales. And, of course, I think one of the biggest challenges, when you're in that situation and the energy is high and everybody's really excited about getting stuff uh, discussed and worked out, but then you get back to the real world, right? So how do you make it stick?
1: Yeah, that's the hard part. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, I was involved in practicing Krav Maga and it's basically Israeli self-defense. Um, and to learn it, really, it's just repeated motions to create what they call muscle memory. So that when you are being attacked, you literally don't even think of what to do. Your body just reacts. So that's kind of the concept you want to use with these sessions as you are doing them every quarter and you're talking through problems and creating solutions. And then part of that post follow-up is trying to make it stick. It's getting the team to go practice these things. So something as simple as if you're doing a weekly meeting with the team and you already have your set agenda, add onto that agenda, hey, what's working, what's not working? You know, are we sticking to the things we talked about in our last Kaizen session meeting? Uh, Because you want to catch habits, you know, before they go bad. You want to you know catch them while they're creating good habits so praising the people that have adopted the changes and find out what tools that the team needs to um you know make the changes that were discussed so creating that muscle memory is really the best way to make it stick and it happens through bringing it up on those repeated meetings well that's great very very good
0: very very good stuff so smartpreneurs we learned uh two new words today i think oh, maybe maybe one new word and and one word that we probably should should tell people what it meant just in case they glossed over it but uh uh you use eos uh as a as an acronym i guess right um mm-hmm. and uh, that's entrepreneurial operating system that's out there so in case case you folks, in case someone out there hadn't heard that before i want to make sure that you like, what what is that uh but of course kaizen that's that's the word of the day today right and uh remind us again what that means
1: and that means change for the better. So, change? again, I like, I like to use, you know, the pursuit of progress, not perfection. But yeah. I feel it takes less stress off of, you know, the, the typical uh, feeling of these quarterly meetings that most people think. You know, the quarterly meetings are all about the leaders telling us what we need to do and how we need to do it better. And then we go back to work, whereas when you put it under this type of umbrella, you can understand like, this is really a safe place for employees to contribute and get feedback and everybody to agree on change. And it's all about progress, not perfection.
0: Yeah. And if you look at your key indicators and you can watch those things getting better, uh, that's a lot better than just saying, look, zero or a hundred percent, right? Right. Yep. Let's just move forward and march uh, to a better song, so to speak. Well, Jason, thank you so much. It was great. I enjoyed it. And smartpreneurs, I hope you enjoyed it as well. And of course, Jason spends most of his time uh, with his company. I am San, helping out business uh, owners and managers, uh, improving workflow and improving uh, business process and things like that. So I'm sure there's going to be a smartpreneur or two out there that are going to want to reach out to Jason to see if uh, possibly you can help them, Jason. So what's the best way for them to get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, head on over to my website, Iamsan.com, and there's a contact us link, and we can coordinate a meeting through email. Awesome.
0: All right. Until next time, Smartpreneurs, thanks for joining the Smartpreneur Podcast, and we'll see you again soon. Keep on selling. Thanks, Tom. Thank you, Jason.